Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaSports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. For some football talk. This is from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We'll tackle the personal and unheard stories of the players, coaches, and fans, and we'll score with the stories and headlines from this week in college and pro football. Now, here's Derek Kennard. Welcome, welcome uh, from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. And uh, man, what a week in football. Boy, I tell you, I'm excited about this coming season with the uh, collegiate football taking place this coming weekend as well. Well, this uh, this season is shaping up to be a fine one this year, and I'm really, really excited about it. And, uh, you know, uh, the, new, the, the, the breaking news right now that we have that I got to bring to our listeners is uh, Michael Vick has just uh, just finished up a, a six-year deal for $100 million, and uh, he's just reached the deal uh, today, uh, not long ago, and uh, wow, what a fantastic deal with this. Um, um, I believe it's $40 million of it is guaranteed, and, uh, and it's a six-year deal, and I tell you, this guy has really worked himself back into being a, 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 a real premier quarterback uh, to be reckoned with. You know, he's not no longer just a running, running uh, quarterback. He is a quarterback that can sit in the pocket and also run it as well. You know, he's uh, he's worked on this, uh, and, and, and credit to Coach uh uh, Randy, man, uh, Andy Reid, he's done a really good job with him. Uh, excuse me, for, I, I don't want to be calling him no Randy Jackson. It's Randy Reid, Reid there. So we're going to get it right, baby. All right. You know, this is wonderful. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for uh, for Michael Vick to get this deal. And I know he was looking for a long-term deal to stay in Philly. And this is, uh, this is the deal that will allow him to retire as a Philadelphia Eagle. And that's, that's, this is an awesome thing to happen for him. And I'm, couldn't be happier for the guy. You know, we got uh, a number of things to talk about here this year, uh, 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 tonight. And we're going to get to him, but uh, the next one I got to bring you bring you to speed with is Mr. Benson. Uh, he gets jail time and he will surrender uh, uh, to to the authorities in, in, on October seventeenth. And uh, <clears throat> Benson, uh, the, of course, is the running back for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. And uh, you know, I just feel bad for the for the team. I feel bad for uh, Benson. He's done. Uh, he just keep getting in trouble, and uh, trouble just seems to find him. And he he's got to find a way to keep himself uh, 
out of trouble. But uh, Vincent's jail time could be significantly shorter than the sentence. He could be given credit for any time served when he was arrested in state. Law requires inmates be given two days credit for every day they are rewarded for good behavior. So, uh, and, then, and of course, this this happened in Texas, but te- and, and I believe is sentenced to 20 days in jail mon- Monday after reaching a deal to settle uh, two misdemeanor assault cases in Texas. So, you know, this is an um, unfortunate thing, but he's going to have to go serve his time. And uh, after seeing a fantastic game he had this weekend, so uh, just unfortunate that they have to go through this thing with this young man, and uh, hopefully he can get this thing behind him again. That time could be cut in half, and they can have him, have him back in a week or so. So hopefully so, big fella. Get it together. Get it tight. Make it right. All right, we got the Lions D-tackle soon. Not worried about being called a dirty player. And, uh, you know, I, you know, I saw Sue hit a man, uh, a quarterback, uh, recently, and they, they keep calling him, uh, cheap shot or what have you. But, you know, the guy's just playing football, man. And he's beating guys flat out off the line of scrimmage at the point of attack. And then he turns around and he goes after these quarterbacks and he ain't got no, this man does not have no love for a quarterback. So he, he, <laughs> he treats a quarterback fairly rough. Uh, so he goes after him, uh, go after him and he pounces on him. I mean, pretty, you know, pretty violently. So, uh, this, this is a, this is truly a man that plays, uh, similar to uh, Mr. Reggie White, the preacher man that I played so long, so many, many years against. This young man is, um, is vicious, but I don't think, uh, I, uh, me as a former offensive lineman, I would never call this man a dirty player. I haven't seen him rake nobody by the face. Or, uh, and let's see, this is a, a statement here. He said he was trying to get someone off one of his teammates' face masks. Swartz said he didn't get a flag, and the other guy got a flag. So uh, apparently, another guy was uh, had one of his teammates by the face mask, and he was just trying to. To get the guy off, and uh, I tell you, this this kid, he is a he he is a specimen, and I, I would have loved to play against this young man and uh, and made my my career better, because uh, I know if I've done well against a guy like this, I'm going straight to the top, baby. That's right. We're talking about Hana Woo Woo to to go to to the island, big fella, to go and do the shimmy shimmy. Coco Puff, that's right. <laughs> Boy, I love me some me. That's uh, I'm terrible. I'm terrible about that with uh, with the uh, T.O. try to try to claim that one. I've been saying it for years. Way, way back when he was a. Uh, when he was uh, just a little waterhead boy. All right, we're going to move on to the Colts. Manning will be uh, will practice this week on a limited basis, and uh, Peyton Manning is just uh, you know he's had that neck uh, that nagging in- neck injury, and he needs to get healthy. I don't think he needs to rush back. Uh, to heck with this streak. I know it's important to him, and. Uh, he wants to continue that streak, and he's very prideful of it. And uh, I just would like to see the guy come back healthy and be the guy that he is, and uh, to lead his team. And I don't think he should rush it back. And they got a they got Collins back in back there in, uh, to to cover for him until he gets healthy. I think that was a great veteran move for them to do. 
And uh, I think things going to work out just fine for him if he can just hold his horses, baby, and not rush it and then cost the team later on down the road when they really need him. So, you know, um, the Colts... Uh, the Colts got to get healthy on the perimeter too with them, with those receivers because those receivers been been banged up these past couple of seasons and it's time for them to get healthy along with Peyton Manning. But you know he's he's in that tough division, boy. He in that black and blue, and I believe it shines through, big fella. I tell you, Peyton Manning is gonna have to get himself together fully before he decides to come back. So we'll see how his development uh, comes with this limited practice uh, this coming week, and hopefully he's able to resume his, uh, uh, his, his glory days. All right, we have the Cowboys released a Pro Bowl offensive lineman, Andre Giroud. Giroud, you know, this guy, this guy is, uh, he is a, an awesome player and a you know, Pro Bowl player and they, uh, they released him and, uh, I'm not sure what's going on here. Maybe they have somebody else in camp that looks, looks better uh, or they like better, but, uh, he's been playing very, very well. I like what I've seen with him in his, his past, uh, this past off season, and but uh, somebody's going to pick him up, and hopefully he's uh, rewarded, rewarded as well. So uh, you know it's unfortunate. It's that time of the year where we're going to see a lot of transactions similar to this, when you got uh, uh, what is it called the uh, salary cap, and you got some issues with a young guy that is up and coming, and he looks fairly good to to you in in, in the preseason. So. And, and, and then things start looking real close far as similarities and and uh, and uh, performance based. If you are performing at a high level against a uh, a veteran player that makes X amount of dollars in the million range, and you got this young cat that's up and coming and he doesn't make as much money as that veteran, and there's a lot of upside to that young waterhead. You gonna they are making business decisions to keep that young cat so he could come along and go ahead and. Get Get his chips together later on down the line, but then he fall victim of it too. When it gets later on down the line, he will fall victim of it too. So you know, you never get away, big fella. Never ever. That's right. It comes back to hunting. Yes, sir. Man, it's just the way of the it's the way of the world in the NFL. That's just just the way it is. You can't get away from it. You know, um, Father Time gets us all. So, hey, you know, at some point in time, it's time to go. I know I'm, I'm well, on the brink of retirement three times and came back. It was a mess. I was a, I was a hot mess. I just what didn't want to go. My, 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 my mind was telling me yes, but my body said no. <laughs> my body was breaking up. Bring it up, baby. That's right. Okay, surprise thing that happened to me today. Well, it really wasn't a surprise. What happened was, um, let's see. Well, this one was uh, Chester Taylor's future is uncertain. Um, I think uh, Chester Taylor has been uh, uh, misunderstood over the status of this team. 
Um, Chester, I think he was cut today. I don't, I'm not sure what uh, what the deal is, and uh, you know, this uh, surprised me. I did not know he was released today. So this is a tough one to swallow. Well, I want to talk more about that when we come back. Let's take a tic tac and bring it back. And uh, don't you go nowhere. We got some bills to pay, baby. <laughs> internet flagship station for sports voice america sports tired of the same mundane talk radio show boring opinions and people not knowing or telling the truth tune into the sports life with josh and otis this show is brought to you by two men who know the good the bad and the ugly of professional sports josh and otis's experience and careers in the nfl give them access to the inside information and a reason to have a candid opinion tune into the voice america sports channel wednesdays at 2 p.m eastern time 11 a.m pacific the sports life with josh and otis it's more than sports talk it's a way of life Spin It with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on, it will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news, Spin It Old School, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck, a no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard here. I have a... Uh, I have a retraction to do here, um, but Ch- uh, Chester Taylor was not released, and he is has been misunderstanding between him and Lovey Smith. So, uh, Chester Taylor will, is expected to be at practice. He probably will not play because there apparently wants to use him as some trade bait uh, to possibly send him off to the Cleveland Browns. So we'll see how this develops uh, uh, on Thursday or after Thursday. 
Um, uh, apparently, there is some interest uh, with uh, Cleveland that uh, is inquiring about a possible trade with him. So let's see how this develops with uh, Chester. I know they are really, really happy with uh, Marion Barber, but he just had his ankle tweak, and this may have uh, changed their opinion on uh, whether to uh, release him or to trade him or what they're going to do about Mr. Chester Taylor, because, you know, when you have a guy that's been nicked up early, he tends to uh, be a nagging injury for the rest of the year. So this is going to be interesting on how this story is going to develop here, because I don't know. I think they just had a misunderstanding and uh, they need to clean it up or they need to go ahead and trade him like they... It seems like he was on the tip of the lips, big fella. I can't believe they let it come. Love it, let it come out like that. You gotta you know, don't even call a guy in because you know it's that time of the year when you call to the office, man. It's all bad. You don't want to be called to the office and tell him you tell him to bring your playbook. It's a wrap when you do that, big fella. You know you got your walking papers when they, they call you to the office and they tell you it's uh, uh, to bring your playbook. Boy, them the words you don't ever ever. Ever, ever want to hear. All right. <clears throat> we have Gore down in San Francisco. They're trying to get a deal done, and uh, they're hopeful for of a new deal. And Gore is encouraged that progress might be made towards the new contract he wants. And his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, was scheduled to meet Monday with the, to today with the team through, uh, the girl wasn't sure when the process would begin. So, you know, this thing is still ongoing. And quote from, uh, from Frank Gore, it's best for me to let the fans know I want to be here. It's not me. It comes down uh, to the organization and the team. And, you know, they're just start, it's just the business part of this thing. And this guy is a beast of a running back. And, I, and he will, uh, it, this will, could determine if San Francisco is going to win the West or not, or, 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 or they're going to concede it to the, to the Cardinals. So they better get it together because, he is one heck of a talent to have, and and he makes that big of a difference for this NFC West uh, uh, race that will take place in late October, early November. Boy, it's going to be a good one, boy. Stay tuned to this because this is going to this is going to heat up real quick in, in late September and mid October. This is going this race is going to be something special. All right, we have the Titans running back Johnson, and he is on reserve. Did not. Uh, Report list, and uh, that's what that's his status with the Titans. You know, this is uh, another running back that is uh, holding out for some uh, some additional monies, and and uh, this guy is a home run hitter. And uh, man, this guy could be to be an MVP of the entire league if they uh, just get him the ball more. Uh, whether you put him in the slot or, or or you line him up in the backfield, he can he can run, he can catch. This guy is a home run hitter, and boy, I I just love the slashiness of this guy when in this uh, slippery running style. I he reminds me of a young Mel Gray out of Purdue, just a smooth runner that uh, just. Is, has a has a fifth and sixth gear that is just fantastic to get out in the open field and to just make DBs look silly when he's out there in that open field. I like this guy to get into camp and get his timing together because you got to have that timing 
with your offensive lineman for his, his handoff and him seeing the hole and getting his and getting his rhythm and uh and uh Man, it's a, it's a hard thing to explain from an offensive lineman with a relationship with a running back. And once he sees that hole and he bursts through it, <clears throat> we can, um, we can start gnashing and gashing them and, and start bubbling snots around here. That's what I'm talking about, baby. That's what we're talking about in this football world, baby. Bubbling snots. That's what it's about. All right. Let's get back to the, to, uh, some of these topics here. Oh my goodness. Uh you know, I'm I'm looking at the Cardinals and the Cardinals had a wonderful catch by Larry Fitzgerald uh early in the first quarter. And uh it was that wonderful thing they've been working on that over the head, over the shoulder catch that is a rainbow shot and Larry got a run under it. Well, he's been doing a wonderful job uh, with running under the ball and some of the intangibles that he's working with is if he's outside, he's working with the sun. If he's uh, indoors, he's working with the lights. And sometimes you could lose the ball in the lights or the sun. So that's the caveat of, uh, of a, of a, the, of a pro and the con of, 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 of running under one of those rainbow shots that uh, Larry Fitzgerald make look very easy. And uh, he's, were worth every bit of that $120 million, and uh, he better believe he got some daughters here in Arizona uh, uh, that uh, these parents are lining their daughters up for this young man to be their husband. Boy, I tell you, <laughs> I've heard it all this weekend. You, you, you wouldn't believe the things I hear. These ears... Yes, sir. All right. You know, we, uh, we talked about the 49ers and Gore and earlier and, uh, and, uh, we have, uh, Joe Staley, uh, uh, veteran left tackle accepted a good chunk of the, the blame for the San Francisco's problems on the offensive line in a 37 exhibition loss to the Houston Texans Saturday night. But, you know, uh, he said this guy is, he's disgusted on about the line play. And, uh, you know, with that said, I was, um, I was more paying attention of the defensive backfield on where they had this young, talented, uh, defensive back of Taylor Mays. Now, Taylor Mays wound up way up in, uh, I believe he went to the Cincinnati Bengals and, uh, they picked him up and man, I've had, I thought this would be a great opportunity for the Cardinals to step up and to do something about replacing Wilson and with Wilson being a question mark on whether he's going to be able to make it through the course of the season with that tendon. And he's yet to put together a full practice. So we're going to have to wait and see how that develops with the Cardinals. But back to Taylor Mays moving on to Cincinnati. Congratulations, Taylor Mays. You're taking the show on the road and getting out of California and heading up to the, oh my goodness, you're going, <laughs> you way up there in Cincy, man. Hey, good luck with that one and, uh, stay out of trouble, big guy. On another note, we have, uh, wide receiver Michael Crabtree with the San Francisco 49ers who has missed a third straight training camp because of a uh, left foot injury and wasn't in uniform, but Caught some passes from the QBs. Harbaugh hopes he uh, will be get back on the field in an official uh, capacity this week. So it's uh, 
This guy, I want to, you know, this is one of those guys that is usually, well, he thinks he's better than he really is, and he's got to start proving it on Sundays. But right now, he hasn't, he hasn't showed me a thing. So he, he got to get it together, and I mean quick and in a hurry when you're talking about winning that NFC West. Because, boy, that NFC West is going to be something special this year to see them take it down. And, you know, it, it may it may only need nine victories to get to win the West. So you better get it together, Big Crabtree. And you better get your counterpart in there, Gore, to help you out, too. All right, we have uh, the Cardinals lose the starting cornerback. Uh, uh, man, they couldn't afford to lose another guy, but... Uh, Arizona's top pick, Patrick Peterson, could move into a starting role after cornerback Greg Toller was lost for the season with a knee injury. Yes, he tore, uh, tore his ACL on Saturday night's preseason loss to the San Diego Chargers and placed on the IR. Monday, the Cardinals could wi- uh, wind up with an uh, exceedingly young set of cornerbacks with second-year pro A.J. Jefferson at one slot and Peterson the other. So, and he was the overall uh, number five pick in the in the draft at the at the other. So, you know, that's not, that's not going to be a bad deal right there. So, things are going to work out just fine with him. But boy, they starting to lose some guys because you know that the Cardinals sent their the big play cornerback uh, Dominique Rogers Cromarty uh, to the Philadelphia Eagles along with a second round draft pick in exchange for quarterback Kevin Cobb. You know that thing right there is, is working out fairly well for both parties because you know Dom, uh, 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 DRC he gonna do his thing and uh, Cobb is starting to starting to work out with us uh, connecting with. Uh, uh, Fitzgerald. So things are working out for both parties on, on both ends of that trade. And, uh, I think bo- uh, both parties are happy so far. And I, I'm not sure if that second round, second round pick is going to be contingent on Cobb's performance or, uh, or DRC's performance, but things will work itself out and hopefully soon. So, you know, that's the thing about it. <clears throat> when you do those trades. Now, I'm wondering, anybody has uh, any idea how this going to work out with my boy, the big running back, big Benny Wells. I want to see Benny Wells uh, uh, put his head down and, and put his shoulders and arch his back and put his weight on it. <laughs> Put some people on his back, man, because you know what this, uh, I'm not sure if anybody stood, anybody's really stood next to Benny. Benny is a, he's quite a specimen, uh, of a man, and he's, uh, more than capable of running over some of these DBs and linebackers that he's been, been out there playing with. So, I like to see him get, uh, be the beast that I, that I've seen glimpses of, uh, in the preseason. I like to see more of that on a consistent basis. Uh, I mean, bring your game day every day, not just some of the time, all the time, baby. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. That's how you do in this land of Oz, big fella, uh, called the NFL. All right, we're going to have to take a tic-tac and bring it right back because it's just that time to take a pause for the cause. I'll see you back in just a minute, baby. flagship station for sports voice america sports 
football, and so much more is the focus of Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson. Join the former Arizona Cardinals running back for a show that mixes, well, a little bit of everything. Damian brings to the program life experiences playing football and will talk about his variety of successes both on and off the field. The goal is to provide you with a fun perspective on life, family, success, and of course, football. Tune in to Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson, Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. We some hard hitters, we some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at Tough the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. are listening to from under the helmet with Derek Kennard. we want to hear from you now call in with your comments questions or whatever to 1-888-346-9144 1-888-346-9144 or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com now back to the show Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard here. Hey, always feel free to call in at 888-346-9144. Please feel free to call in and say hello. I do have a recap of uh, Michael Vick has just extended his contract to a six-year deal, uh, I believe a $100 million deal, and what, and $40 million of it is, uh, is guaranteed. So, congratulations to Michael Vick. Once again, I'm just, uh, happy that he's been able to re-solidify his career back in the NFL, and, uh, boy, he had a tough road with, uh, being locked up about the dog situation. So, moving on to another quarterback. We have Aaron Rodgers is considered by the NFL as the best player and uh you know i i you know i can't say that is true you know i just think about uh i think about guys like um jeez there's a number of excellent athletes out there in the nfl you know i think about the uh, the things that fitzgerald do i think about that uh, linebacker in pittsburgh that be knocking the snot out of them quarterbacks and then i think about 
Mr. Sue. <laughs> that guy is just an awesome guy. And, man, there's just so many other awesome players in the league. It's hard to just call him out like that. And then with the, with the development of Cam Newton and all these other young cats that's coming along with with Sanchez, uh, all that talent he has up there in, uh, in, in the New York, the New York J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 and in the Philly, man, Philly just is super stacked this year. So it's just hard to say that about this quarterback being the best player in the entire league. I, I just, you know, I just don't believe that. So I'm, I, you know, that, that's going to be, uh, determined at the year's end. And, uh, oh man, I, it's too early to be talking about who's the best player in the league and all that stuff. So let's put that on the back burner and we can revisit that later on. But we're going into, uh, the, uh, the last game. I believe it's the last game of the preseason coming up Thursday and everybody's trying to get their ducks lined up in the row and get everybody ready to go for the regular season. And with that said, shoot, man, you better get it right or make it tight. Cause I, I tell you, man, yeah, uh, ain't nothing like game day or the start of the season being, uh, being in that lineup and ready to rock and roll, baby. Cause it's showtime. This NFL season is about to begin. And with that said, you know, we have the college football is about to take place, but the NCAA is a flat out humongous uh, FUBAR, and, and, and you know, y'all know what FUBAR is, it's uh, left up beyond all recognition, boy, I tell you, and, and, and we have so many teams that are being investigated for violating NCAA rules, and yes, we do have to abide by the rules, but some, you know, I tell you, some things has to change when you got this many teams that's embarrassing the entire league about the uh, uh, College football and not playing, uh, paying these players. I don't know if you should pay the players or not, but you should do something, compensation, something to help this situation out. It's a mess. The NCAA's got to change. Uh, you know, the, everything evolves around uh, around change. You got to be flexible in changing it, and, and the NCAA has not. And so, with the times changing and the 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 these young guys and coaches and young men that are in the game, you know. Hey, I want to hear Terry Bolar to tell me what do you think about this, Terry? What do you think about the NCAA? Should they change the rules so these guys can get played, man? Get, pay these players? Oh, definitely. I think that should be a change. If you look at most young men coming from high school, they're coming from a lot of time from poverty situations. I think. The most important thing is people have to look at how much money is being generated off these young men through college. And then if they don't make it as a professional athlete, uh, basically they went out there and played all these years, of course, and some of them don't even get their degree completed. And then they got to go out in the real world and start looking for a job, which they're way behind on. I think right now the NCAA's got to make some changes immediately because it's affecting a lot of things out here. You got USC, you got North Carolina, you got, uh, uh, University of Miami. It, 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 it's not a rocket science to see that these young men are really in need for more financial help. And, and, and the kind of money that you look at they're making at these college levels, they're selling their jerseys, selling their memorabilia, Ohio State, all these things. It, it, it's like right now it's been a problem for a long time, being an ex-athlete myself. 
You know, they yeah. don't want you to work. Uh, when you're playing, you can't go make money like the other students. They call you a student athlete, but they take that to, to the footage of taking advantage of young men and the, and the families can't afford to barely pay, pay bills at home. And knowing the young men is doing everything they can to try to make best the way they can when they're away from home trying to be a man and grow up. But a lot of them come from situation. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Mr. Bolar, man, I uh, welcome to the show and thank you for for calling in. Hey, man, I I, I want you to tell my listeners uh, who you are and what what do you do, man? Or what aren't aren't you a, you still an agent for NFL players? Well, I've been a sports agent for twenty seven years. I'm an ex athlete myself. I played the New York Jets, San Diego Chargers, coached high school, coached college, uh, did quite a few things in the world of sports. And unfortunately, I think. A lot of changes need to be made, especially with this college football thing, because it's affecting a lot of situations out there with these young men that really needs to change, and it's kind of embarrassing because these guys find the best way they can make it. Just think of a young man that has a, a child when he's in college, and I know a circumstance of a, a high-profile player that's in college right now, and the kid's mother was a single parent, has two young daughters, and they were living in a shelter. You know, and the kid is playing at a prominent university, and it's just embarrassing. It is embarrassing, man. For for, for some of y'all don't don't understand, uh, Mr. Bolar is is calling from Atlanta, Georgia, and he's he's from the he's from the Bama, man. That this, this brother here, man, he, he you hear that southern drawl in him, and I I love that twang up in that thing, big fella. That, that, that. <laughs> But, but back at the back at the business at hand, man, it's it's ridiculous that it, that the NCAA is uh, it's an embarrassment that they're going through all these issues and problems right here in the United States of America. Where my son is at USC, yes, he has a jersey out there at the bookstore uh, posted up at two hundred dollars. He said, "Dad, I can't afford my own jersey. They're making a ton on me, man. They're lining up. Dad, this is ridiculous." A great point you just made there. See? You hear what you just said? They're making money off of him, and he can't even afford to buy his own jersey. That's right. See, that's 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 sad, man. They, they need to do they need to do something about this, so they, you won't have a guy tempted to go do nothing. I ain't saying that my son tempted to go do something where he can make do some trade off or whatever to get his jersey. He just would like to just have a little extra change to go get himself a jersey, get a jersey, and uh, and maybe uh, have it give it to his mama so he can go ahead and get it framed like next to his daddy's jerseys, big fella. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I think that uh, NCAA is a minor league to professional sports. A guy preparing himself to turn professional, and they should be compensated for that because of the basis of their uh, critiquing their skills and the uh, art of techniques to be a professional athlete in the NCAA rules. But the NCAA is not allowing these guys to go out and reap the maximum of what they're putting out there on the field and the kind of money they're generating. For these universities, especially football, it's so amazing. It's basically, you know, I hate to say it this way, but it's modern day slavery. Yeah, yeah, it it really is, man, and they need to do something about it. And that's and that's what I've been crying out these past past few minutes about them to to do something about it. Just got to be some change within the NCAA. They got to be able to say, hey, is it, all these universities in violation this year? It just can't just be them. It's got to be us. We got to change. You got to look yourself in the mirror and say, man, we hugged wink these people for so long. Let's compensate them with something. 
give them a little something. But then they turn around and say, well, if you're going to do the football players like that, what about the volleyball players and the, the, uh, the, uh, the baseball players? You know, these, these, um, entities does not generate much income in the collegiate sports. Not like football, big fella. You gotta, uh, you, man, you gotta go to a game with me or to see the Coliseum, the LA Coliseum and see, uh, the university is, is getting them in parking. They getting them into, with the food. They, man, they just getting them, big fella. It don't stop. It's been going on like that for many, many years. And I think NCAA right now, they need to have somebody to challenge them. It needs to be some kind of legal matters to come against them for what they're making examples out of young men these days because they're just getting away with, with, with whatever they want to do. And, they, and I think it's almost a witch hunt on certain schools out here right now. Yeah. I got a question for you. Now, with that said, now you think they're going to do when all these leagues are starting to uh, get these super leagues together like the Pac-12 and, you know, they, they're trying to do something down there in the south and they, they got all kind of stuff brewing up right now. Now, do you think they're going to do away with these bowl games? Uh, what is what is the beginning of the end of this bowl game thing? Um, what is about to transpire? Something's, something's cooking in the water, big fella. What's going on? And those bowl games generate too much money, and that won't happen because you start having what you call a playoff. You know, the money ain't going to be earned and uh, like they wanted to be earned for these schools. And what's, what's, what's pumping in the water is you get more stronger TV network for these schools. That was like you got out there at Notre Dame. You know, a lot of these schools got their own TV network. So now they're going to have their own TV network for the conference to generate even more money. Yes, that is correct. Wow. You know, this thing is going to develop into something else, man, because I, I think something else, something else is brewing, man. There's about to be a few super leagues going on in this, uh, collegiate football, and it's going to be more money generated in this next TV, uh, TV deal that they do coming up, uh, after this one ends. You know, this is, things is, things are starting to brew up, but we're going to see how things develop as, uh, as time moves on. I think the parents need to come together and have a more of a parenting board, an advisory board, start putting pressure more on these universities for their graduation completions, commitments to these young men that they're going to make to them, not only that they're making other pro athletes, and then go to the NCAA and make them step up and start committing more dollars to these kids. You know, it's just too much going on now that they're getting away with it. Somebody's got to change that whole system that's been set up out here. You know, and a lot of these kids are saying they know the kind of money being generated off of them because they see the kind of dollars when they go to these bowl games and uh, different things like that. And people just tell them, and it's a new world out here with the Internet and things of that capacity where you can find information that you want to know about. Absolutely. Hey, we got to uh, take, a, take a tic-tac and bring it right back. You going to hang on with us and stay with us for a few minutes there, big fella? Yeah, I'd love to. It won't be a problem. All right, man. Thanks, man. And we're going to take a tic-tac and bring it right back right after these messages. Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30 plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, 
but also the most interesting guests in racing. Fit Pass USA with Larry Hibbert. Your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7trey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from Under the Helmet. I got a special guest with me, uh, Mr. Terry Bonard of the ATL is here visiting with me, man. I'm so glad to have you back, man. Well, listen, man, we have some other issues to talk about, man. We got the CBA that still need to be rectified about what is these, uh, this thing's going to mean to the, to the, the retired players that, that, uh, what kind of compensation they're going to be compensated with, uh, the pre-93 guys along with the, the post-93 guys, you know, the, they said uh, the pre the pre ninety three guys said we've been hoodwinked again. We uh, we only going to get a five percent deal of this five percent of this uh, deal of uh, six hundred and fifty million dollars are going to be paid over ten years, and five percent of that's going to uh, what you call the pre ninety three guys. Uh, man, it's a mess. And they said, oh my goodness, we've been hoodwinked again, letting letting somebody else go in there and do the deal when we could have had. Call Ella or somebody else do the deal for us. Well, my understanding is uh, they might be increasing it $150 per year. Each player played in the league for a year. So if you play 10 years, that's $1,500 more of an increase. And I understand, too, that you're getting better insurance benefits. But, you know, I think that thing is going to be coming out for the answers on what you're asking very soon, maybe as soon as this week. I spoke with a retired uh, gentleman, uh, on Saturday, he's the ex-general manager in the NFL, and he uh, was telling me uh, he was pretty pleased with some of the increase, but a lot of it is based on the years you played for more money. 
Right, right. Now, see, I'm I'm, I'm straddling the line because, you know, I played from uh, from '86 through uh, 1996, and so you know, I'm I'm beyond that three year, uh, that '93 year, as and I also uh, previous from that '93. So I I, I kind of straddled the line. I got only three years, uh, well, four years, '93, '94, '95, and '96. I played. Uh, you know, uh, in 93 in New Orleans and then the other two, uh, three years in Dallas. So I got four years past that, that 93 mark where there was uh, apparently it's they, they, they view it as being a crucial, a crucial point at, uh, at, uh, or for, com- far as your benefits are concerned. Yeah, I think a lot of this stuff is going to be known very quickly. Uh, BK, I think, uh, it's, it's going to be a lot better than what it was, but you know, of course, Everybody don't ever think they got a great deal, so you know I think they did the best they can do. I thought it should have been more representation support from retired players there to to, to really talk about their issues more, you know. But I don't think they allowed the retired players to come in and support their issues like they should have. No, they didn't. They uh, they shut the doors on uh, on the retired players, uh, representatives to go into the room and and uh, man, what a what a what a shame that was. That because that could have been a perfect opportunity for the owners to rectify some of the wrongs that they've done and took advantage of the, or, or for so long. Because you know, I talked to uh, I talked to people that uh, was uh, close to the negotiations and said, man, the owners are embarrassed on how these players been treated all these years and they look over the fence and see that the major league baseball and and basketball how their retired program is set up and how how they these players live really well beyond their years of playing uh playing days but uh in in hindsight they say wow we sure treat these guys wrong when uh we we, we had a, we had an opportunity to do the right thing why did you think they didn't do the right thing since they knew they had the opportunity to do the right thing they had all the opportunity to do it then yeah, yes, they did. But you know, when you got when you got attorneys in the room, man, it's uh, it, things change, and and uh, you you've uh, been, you've seen this happen before. When you got attorneys in the room, you got these big egos, and then you start you know, they start talking about that big money that's being thrown around, and uh, you know everybody's eyes get big when that when those number the bigger the money are the, is the 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 bigger their eyes get. So. Things uh, things change once you get those attorneys in the room, man, and uh, then that sincerity goes out the window, brother. I was wishing that the players could have got fully benefit retirement at 45 opposed to 55 because of the lifespan of a professional athlete. You know, you got to go 55 to get the full benefits. I don't think a lot of people know that, but then 45, they're going to basically make you take a reduction if you take it early. Well, the average lifespan of an NFL player that plays ten years or more is uh, is, is sixty two. So they they plan on you being dead anyway by the time you collect that uh, at fifty five. You, you you understand? Exactly. Yeah, that's that's terrible, man. So they they had an opportunity, but they didn't they didn't write their wrong. So and that's why we needed a representative in the room to handle that situation. But you know, and we can't carry a crowd with spilled milk. Now we got to handle, uh, deal with what we got, and try to move forward. Exactly. Yeah, you got to look at and use to the best what you got. And uh, it could have been worse. So unfortunately, it didn't happen this time. Hopefully, in the future, on the next time it'll happen. Right. So tell me how your Alabama man Ty is going to look this year, uh, and how, where you stand in the rankings right now. 
The Alabama's rated in some polls number one, and I think they rated number three at worst. Okay. Alabama, University of Alabama, of course, and a lot of it's coming right out of my neck, and we were down there by Mobile. <laughs> they got potential to be four first rounders in that area. Wow. They got the running back, uh, uh, Trent Richardson. They got the uh, offensive lineman, DJ Fluker. Potential could be the first offensive lineman pick. They got uh, two safeties, uh, Robert Lester and a guy by the name of uh, Mark Barron. And they, those guys all on the radar all being potentially first round picks. That is wow. a huge situation out of one little area. I got kids ask me all the time, what agency you from, man? What's the name of your agency? So when they look up your agency, they can go ahead and look you up and then do they, do they research on Terry Bolar? Well, I'm with Prestige Sports International, but I'm working in conjunction now. We get more resource now. I'm working with a guy by the name of Buzz Cook, who basically had the first pick in the draft this year. We also represented, uh, um, uh, Steve McNair, uh, God bless his soul, as well as, uh, Brent Favre worked in conjunction with Eugene Parker, who had did the uh, he had just now with uh, Larry Fitzgerald uh, for the new contract. So you know we putting all the resources together. Hey, we are going out here trying to do the best. Young man. Wow, you guys are about to put together that, that super agency, then, huh? Got to do it, man. Got to get it done. Wow, that's called a merger. You guys are about to do a big merger, man. That's going to be a, a tremendous merger, and I, I, I like to be a part of that. And if you guys can bring me in and uh, let me be a part of it, I'll be happy to happy to do that with you guys. Well, you know, I got you. You like my brother, so anything I'm doing, you're going to get a part of it. So you got a couple guys left out of your back that we love to work with. Awesome, man. Well, listen, man. You got uh, you got yourself down there in the SEC. You got LSU and Oregon about to play this uh, this weekend down in down in Texas and D Town and Dallas. Uh, man, what who are you picking on this matchup? Is uh, is that is that West Coast offense is going to just blow it up up in the LSU or LSU got some it's got something in the water down there because you got, you lost your quarterback, man, down in the, down in a barroom fight. Well, I'm going to tell you the truth about it, BK. Uh, even though I grew up in the South, I'm a West Coast man because that's why they gave me all the opportunities out there on the West Coast, the Long Beach State. And, of course, I do believe once that West Coast starts getting that offense popping, I don't think that can stop it. I think Oregon is going to get a big W on the LSU because they lost some of their key guys. And Plus, I just think Oregon come in and dominate the game if, once they get to going, as long as their defense can hold. Man, one thing about watching that Oregon man, they 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 are just so rhythmic. They are get in and out of the huddle. It's it's like a two minute offense, man. Inside of five to six seconds, they run in plays, man. So you know you need to get your guys on and off the field in uh, five to six seconds because they're running another play. You better fix your mouth and get ready because you and and, and and taste what they cooking. Because boy, I tell you, they are running a two minute offense. With a five to six minute break in between plays, now that's pretty special. They got a great program out there. They got a great coach of leading those young men, and you got some great players coming from out there. And uh, as I say again, I'm a West Coast guy when it comes to football. Awesome, man. Hey, I want to thank you for being on the show. I'm going to say goodbye to my listeners and uh, unplug ProEdgePerformance.com with DK, DK Jr. down in Chandler, Arizona, and be uh, tune in to Prestige uh, Pro Management for, for Sports Agency with Terry Bolar. And we'll see you next week after this 
baby. Thanks for joining us for From Under the Helmet. Derek Kennard will be back next Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel for another look at college and pro football from under the helmet. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.